G'day, welcome to Partakers. This is a series of studies called Luke Looks Back, based in the Gospel of Luke, and is presented to us by Roger Kirby. Over to you, Roger. This is study 14 on Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 42. Most of it is the parable of the Good Samaritan, but I think we should give it a title of Loving God and Neighbour. The parable of the Good Samaritan is usually considered by itself. It should not be. It is part of a pair with the story of Mary and Martha. The two go together, because in the original Greek, the stories are about a certain lawyer, in verse 25, and a certain woman, in verse 38. The two sayings of Jesus that conclude the stories are, Go and do likewise, and Mary has chosen what is better. So our first question, before we've even read most of the passage, is this. Which saying is the more important in popular thinking and preaching? Which does the words Jesus used suggest he considered the more important? There's a great deal more interest in the story of the Good Samaritan because of its simple brilliance as a story and the way it can be taken as an example by anybody, Christian or not. Everybody recognises that they should help other people. Not everybody is prepared to listen to Jesus as Mary did. Yet the words that Jesus used strongly suggest that the latter is the more important. Before we read the verses, let's think about the structure a bit. The famous parable is set within two short dialogues, the first in verses 25 to 28, and the second in verses 29, 36 and 37. Both dialogues have the same, quite natural formats. First, there's a question from the lawyer. Secondly, instead of giving him an answer to his question, Jesus challenges him with a question back. Then there's an answer to Jesus' question from the lawyer, and finally there's an answer to the lawyer's original question from Jesus. The well-known parable is inserted before the question of Jesus in the second dialogue. We're going to read that first dialogue. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, What must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. Did you get the pattern? The question the lawyer asked was about inheriting eternal life. Jesus came back asking him what he read in the law. He answered, the lawyer that is, answered about loving the Lord your God and your neighbour. And Jesus then answered the original question by saying that was correct. second dialogue is in verse 29, followed then by the a parable of the Good Samaritan, and then in verses 36 and 37. Here is the dialogue. 
But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And then we go down to verse 36. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, The one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, Go and do likewise. And we get the same pattern again. He asks Jesus, Who is my neighbor? Uh, Jesus challenges him with the parable and then asks his question, which of these three was a neighbor? The reply of the expert in the law, the lawyer, was the one who had mercy on him. And finally, Jesus says, go and do likewise. What a wonderful teacher Jesus was. Wouldn't it be good if all teachers were as good as he was at getting people to answer their own questions? Question two. In the first dialogue, the answer of Jesus in verse 28, do this and you will live, does not exactly answer the lawyer's question in verse 25 about inheriting eternal life. What significance can you see in the discrepancy? What does this tell us about the nature of eternal life? The lawyer asked about eternal life. Jesus answered about life. A good life, maybe, but still only about life. What the Gospels call eternal life, Jesus says, starts in the here and now, with a good life lived in this present world. That good life is a life of following him, and that leads on to eternal life. It is time to read the famous parable verses 30 to 35, and the conclusion Jesus draws in verses 36 to 37. In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, took him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, The one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, Go and do likewise. First of all, some things that are usually missed. First, the lawyer's question in the first dialogue is deeply flawed. One can do nothing to inherit. Secondly, the parable does not answer the lawyer's question in the second dialogue, but a slightly different one. Which of these three 
became a neighbour. Thirdly, the priest would have been rich, and therefore on horseback, contrasting the Samaritan's much more humble donkey. Fourth, the Samaritan would have risked his life taking a wounded Jew into a Jewish town where the inn would necessarily have been. The men in the street might well have thought he was responsible for wounding the man and started to attack him before finding out what really happened. Question 3. Who is the Samaritan portraying? How does this relate to the point about the danger to the Samaritan going into a Jewish town? Jesus is the Good Samaritan. All others aiming to copy the story are simply following his example. This is another point about the story often missed. In coming into this world, Jesus fully accepted all the danger that was to him. He died on the cross to rescue those who are wounded, physically, spiritually, morally. Moving on to the second story, to put this story of Mary and Martha in context, the Jewish rabbis said, Let thy house be a meeting place for the sages, that is the wise men, and sit amidst the dust of their feet, and drink in their words with thirst. But talk not much with womankind. So, we read the story of Mary and Martha in verses 38 to 42. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, they came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. In that culture, a teacher sat to teach, and a student, necessarily male, stood to recite and sat to learn. Question 4. How does Luke indicate that things were not as they would have expected them to be? Mary was sitting and listening. We can only imagine what the reaction of the men who wanted to be around Jesus might have been. Horror, shock, disgust, amusement. Perhaps just a few of them would praise her for what she did. We are dominantly either doers or hearers, the Samaritan or Mary. By putting these two stories together, Luke and Jesus are saying that we ought to be both. So question five, how can the doers learn to listen better? How can the hearers learn to be more practically active?
these things are a matter of intent and will. Doers can always say, I'm too busy. And hearers can say, I'll do it tomorrow when I've finished listening. Only if we're prepared to listen to what the Word of God is saying to us will we be all that we should be. Question 6. How does verse 42, only one thing is needed, provide a complete answer to the lawyer's original question in verse 25, what must I do to inherit eternal life? If we truly follow Jesus, all the rest will fall into place. We are never told whether the lawyer did set out to follow Jesus. We know that Jesus told him what he needed to do. Some of us need the same advice. Go and do likewise. Some of us need to copy the example of Mary more closely. Which category do you fall into? More action or more meditation? That's a good question to finish with. Thanks, Roger. This series is on every Sunday, but as usual on Partakers, www.partakers.co.uk, there is something new available every day to inspire your Christian life.